Yo, welcome back to PCP, aka the Politically Correct Podcast. I am your host, Johnny Peterson, joined not today by Sir Richard Phillips. Uh, obviously, this point five episode is a little bit late, one day to be exact, and we apologize for that. But schedules have been hectic. School has started back up for Ricky. Uh, we were supposed to sit down earlier today and record, but I ended up having some work stuff. If you saw my Snapchat, we are finalizing the podcast studio. So Ricky and I will soon be coming to you live from a fully furnished podcast studio. It's going to be dope. Uh, love the pictures. Love the way it looks. Turned out fucking awesome. And let's jump right into the point five with solo dolo host yours truly. Like I said, it is just your boy today. So I haven't done a solo podcast in a while, but uh, just checking in, see how you guys are doing this little midweek of the last week of August. September is rolling around the corner. And if you are a Texas listener, God, we are just excited to be done with this fucking heat, dude. It is so, so hot. Um, I actually have a, uh, this is how I feel when I step outside and feel that 104 degree sun hitting my face at eight o'clock in the morning. That's me every goddamn day uh, when I walk outside just because it is so, so hot outside. And, you know, it's made me I've never longed for winter more in my entire life. I have never wanted it to just be 30 degrees, literally having to wear two to three layers walking outside. It sounds amazing right now. I just uh, I can't believe but uh, I got that video off Instagram. Obviously, that's the Idris Elba eating hot ones. So I do have this saved. Uh, whenever I do these solo episodes, I feel like I always just go right to Instagram and just go to my saved posts. Um, just so I can have something to bring up. But if you guys aren't following this account, you guys definitely should check it out. It's called History Cool Kids. All one word, no underscores. History Cool Kids. And there's a photo of this guy doing a free climb, which for you non-mountaineering motherfuckers uh, means this dude is straight up climbing up a mountain with no ropes, no help, nothing, just by himself. And uh, this photo is from the early 90s by John the Vermin Sherman. And the photo is him climbing one-handed in flip-flops, holding a beer, drinking a beer. It's fucking crazy. Like how I can barely go to the top of a building and look down. And then this dude is climbing one-handed up a mountain drinking beer, wearing flip-flops. That's some, like, that's, you want people, you want to learn how to mountain climb, you take dudes like that. You want dudes who know what the fuck is going on and what they're doing because clearly this guy has done it so much that he doesn't even care at this point. He could fall, he could slip, he could get drunk and fall and die. It's insane. Um, oh, there's more information, which is why History Cool Kids is such a, a thing. So, so this is John the Vermin Sherman climbing one-handed with beer and flip-flops. He is best known for pioneering the bouldering rating system in the early 90s. Now, I don't know what that means, but 
Previously, Olderers used either the Yosemite Decimal System or John Gill's B System, which was laid out in his 1969 American Alpine Journal article, The Art of Bouldering. John devised the V scale, which was short for his nickname Vermin. He started the scale at V10, which would be introductory, and V9 would be assigned to the hardest problems. As soon as the book came out, the race was on for somebody to do the first V10 in Hueco, Sherman says. Now the race is on to do the first V18, or at least downgrade that to a V17. John was also the winner of the Alfred E. Packer Lookalike Contest. <laughs> Packer, lived 1842 to 1907, was an American prospector and self-proclaimed wilderness guide who confessed to cannibalism during the winter of 1874 when he and five other men attempted to travel through the San Juan Mountains of Colorado. Packer was sentenced to 40 years in prison for five counts of voluntary manslaughter. So not exactly the guy that you want to look like, but uh, it's cool to have a doppelganger. There's a, uh, there's, I think I have one doppelganger. It's this dude who is in a, he's in like a barbershop photo and he's getting his haircut from some Instagram picture. And somebody sends me in like, yo, is this you? Dude looks exactly like me. It's uncanny, unbelievable. Uh, I lost the picture obviously because I'm not good with that kind of stuff, but um. What else do I have on Instagram here? Uh, 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 oh, another great Instagram follow. This is just, yeah, this is where we're going. Another great person to follow on Instagram is Jonathan Wayne Freeman. All one word, Jonathan, J-O-N-A-T-H-A-N, Wayne, W-A-Y-N-E, Freeman. He's like a, a surfer guy out of Southern California, and he does a lot of like comedy Instagram videos. And I started following him when he had like a thousand followers, like four weeks ago or something. And now he has like 12,000 followers as of this recording. So he's clearly blowing up. He has already sponsorships from smaller surf companies. I got Ricky to follow him. God, I wish Ricky was here. Um, so this is just kind of, this is just one of his videos. And this is kind of, you'll get kind of a sense of what his comedy is like. Mr. Johnson, good afternoon. Dylan's father taking time off at the law office to talk to you. Dylan's stepmother called me very upset that Dylan got a D on his test. Dylan told us he did his best and he got at least a B plus. We believe Dylan <laughs> and we feel you failed to inspire him. Let me remind you, I am a lawyer and my wife is on the Talega Community Association and Dylan's real mother is on the Ladera Ranch <laughs> Community Association. Also, we heard he didn't make the golf team. Unacceptable. Unacceptable. There's no way he was 15 strokes behind. I've raised him since he was a small boy to play the gentleman's game. And finally, I don't like having to contact you this way. I'm a cool guy. I wear lensless Oakleys, okay? <laughs> Let's get on the same page so we can lift Dylan up. We both know he's a champion. We know he's a winner. Let's get him into SC. Is that so much to ask? Let's get him into SC, guys. Let's get Dylan into SC. So, yeah, he does a, a lot of comedy videos like that. Very funny guy. Highly recommend following him on Instagram as well. Um, let's see. Have I saved anything else? Oh, my God. Have you guys heard of Mongolian throat singing? You probably have. But when was the last time you critically thought about it? Mongolian throat singing is is insane. It's, it's absolutely, completely wild. Um, let's do a little history on Mongolian throat singing. And then I'm going to play a video for you of, uh, yep, the first thing that comes up when I search for it. 
is the video I was going to play for you. So there's a method for Mongolian throat singing. And I think I'm going to try it out based on just these six steps that you apparently have to do. So step one, relax your jaw and your lips. Make an R or L sound with the tip of your tongue. R. Sing comfortably. Sing a comfortably low bass tone and move the body of your tongue back and forth. Slowly change the shape of your lips to adjust the sound and bring it all together to throat sing. So here we go. How was that? Was that great or what? Guys, can I get a... You guys let me know if it was good? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right, come on. It was my first time trying it. It was my first time trying it, all right? But I'm going to pass it over to the professional. He is... Uh, this is a Mongolian throat singer, Batsorig, Batsorig Vaching, performing on the top of a mountain. Can't you imagine lifting weights to this? This is going to get you those extra 10 reps. He's playing some kind of weird guitar thing. It's like, uh, it's got like two strings on it and he's using one of those uh, violin bows to stroke it, pause. Um, and imagine doing that as a job. Imagine that being your job. Like, all you got to do is just... <laughs> That was pretty good. That was definitely better than the other one. I think that would be a dope job. Just travel around and get recorded on Instagram. Mongolian throat singing. That would definitely be the way to go. Um, speaking of which. Job. Which we... Uh, like I said earlier, we are opening up a podcast studio, which is going to be dope. It's going to be in uh, the River District in Fertworth, and it's going to be cool. It uh, Again, if you're friends with me on Snapchat, you saw it, and it looks sick. Uh, all you know, soundproofed out. It's got nice old Mac in there and all of our podcasting equipment, mics, headphones, all the good stuff. It's going to be fun to... Uh, you know, stop recording this from our apartment. It's going to be cool to actually uh, be in a real studio. It'll be much more professional going forward. And I'm curious to see what the sound difference is because uh, it has been tough trying to get a good quality sound from uh, a third bedroom apartment window or a third bedroom apartment room. Why is there a long? Lauren, one of your hairs was on this mic. This thing is massive. Holy cow. 
big long girl hair okay yeah like i said podcast studio is going to be cool um god i this podcast is a train wreck right now uh i applaud any of you who are still listening right now but this is what we get when ricky and i don't plan correctly and you know schedules come together ricky's actually in class right now and he is going to be going to ou for the weekend to watch some good old football with his lady friend hannah hannah hi if you're listening uh you are welcome to steal ricky for the weekend but i'm going to need him back uh by at least monday afternoon because we need to put out another podcast and i don't think that i'll be able to handle doing another solo one for this long uh well i guess i'll have topics for for that one that's a good idea we should look at uh let's just take a dip if you will, into the PCP content development library and see what's going on in there. PCP content development. We should try an episode of us just bullshitting. That's literally me right now. Literally just bullshitting. Um, oh, we watched the, uh, we watched the new Dave Chappelle special last night, sticks and stones. Uh, we have watched actually two Dave Chappelle stand-up uh, Netflix specials this week. We watched, shit, what was this other one? I forget. It was one of his older ones. And then uh, the one that just came out, Sticks and Stones. Definitely go watch that. Um, I think that comedians in general are starting to get really sick of the Twitter mob and the kind of PC shit. They're getting really tired of it, and they are claiming comedy back, which is which is nice to see because, you know, if you if uh, there's somebody who said this quote, I've heard it like four times this week. It's like, uh, if if something or oh, shit, what was it? Like, it's uh, shit. I'm sorry, guys. I totally just it just completely blanked on me. But definitely go check it out. Sticks and stones on on uh, on the Netflix. Ooh, I got an email. It's always fun getting an email, right? Oh, some dumb thing. That's the other thing. Do you guys remember when uh, when you were younger? At least this is how it was for me. But I remembered like getting an email for the first time, like your dumb little Gmail, the first one that you ever set up. It's going to be like, you know, Gamer Boy 2005, you know, Call of Duty 420, 69 thing. Um, and you're like, wow, wow, having an email is great. And your parents are like, Okay, well, get ready. You're going to get a lot of spam mail. And you I go, what? I don't even get any emails at all. That could not be more true at this point. Over the course of several years, you just randomly sign up for a bunch of shit. And you buy stuff online. And it automatically opts you into their little email service. And next thing you know, I'm getting you know 20% off sale emails every single day from like Macy's or something, or some obscure little company that I bought something from like four years ago, I'm still getting emails from them like, hey, could you check out our summer sale? We've got bathing suits for $9.99. No, dude, I don't want that at all. Please, please stop emailing me. And I don't have the pain, I don't have the patience or the gumption to go in and manually, manually, manually unsubscribe myself from all these services. So I ended up just making a new email. And whenever I buy something that's like trashy online or not trashy, but I buy something that I know I'm going to get a bunch of trashy emails from a bunch of spam. I just assign it to that email and that way I never have to deal with it. But even with my current one, still getting, 
really dumb emails about just nothing ever. It's just, it's so annoying. But um, what's going on this weekend? Uh, TCU football game is going on. I'll be in attendance. Uh, so, you know, stop by and say, hey, hey, Johnny, listen to your podcast. No, don't do that. Please don't talk to me. Um, yeah, I'll be there. It'll be good. We're playing, uh, who are we playing? Arkansas, Arkansas, Arkansas Pine Bluff, which if you don't know, is a formidable opponent. They are very good at football. They are, I think they beat Alabama last year, actually. So, you know, you gotta, you gotta watch out for these guys. They are the real deal. Let's look up their, uh, let's look up their record from last year. Arkansas, Arkansas, why is Kansas spelled the same as Arkansas, but they're pronounced completely different. That's what we're going to look up next. Arkansas Pine Bluff football schedule. All right. Arkansas Pine Bluff Golden Lions football. TCU Saturday, 831 at 7 p.m. They play other amazing football powerhouses like Langston and Southern U and Lane and Alabama AM. So maybe they did beat Alabama. Okay. Here's their 2018 football schedule. Wow. These guys were monsters. Okay. Two and nine overall, one and six in conference. Uh, their best winning streak was one game, one and four at home, one and five away. Uh, 14% win percentage in conference and an 18 win percentage overall. Yikes. They lo- Holy shit. Holy shit. They lost to South Dakota State University. They scored six. South Dakota State scored 90. 90 points. Holy cow. That's crazy. They also got shut out by Cumberland University 55 to 0. They lost 55 to 9 to Florida International University. Oh my gosh. 90 to 6? 90 to 6. That's crazy. Is this even a Division 1 team? Four recruits. Let's see what they've got going on here. All Arkansas Pine Bluff. Prospective student athlete. Uh, does it say anything about their division? It looks like their D1 is okay. No, we're now we're, whatever 90 to six. Still, that's fucking wild. That's that's awful. If you after the game like that, okay, I played a couple years of college ball, uh, basketball, and oh my god, it is a horrible feeling in the locker room after the game when you just get absolutely slaughtered by some team. It is just the worst. I can't even imagine giving up 90 points. 90. That's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Okay. Why are Arkansas and Kansas pronounced differently? Arkansas was named for the fl- the French plural of a Native American tribe, while Kansas is the English spelling of a similar one. Since the letter S at the end of French words is usually silent, silent, we pronounce Arkansas as Arkansas. The French, however, left their mark on Arkansas's pronunciation. That's pretty interesting. That's two states. Arkansas and Kansas share all but two letters in the exact same order. So why do we pronounce them differently? We can thank the French. 
Technically, Kansas and Arkansas stem from the same basic root, Kakazi. The native root for a Kansas tribe often thought meant often thought to mean people of the south wind. Kansas is named for the Kansas River, which is named for the Kansas tribe. It is the English spelling, though, so naturally pronounced the final S. So if France had nothing to do with this, it would be Arkansas and Kansas. So our, that's that would be so confusing. So I guess that's just a little history thing that ended up panning out well, because can you imagine saying, oh, welcome to Arkansas or welcome to Kansas? Like, who would even know? They might as well just mesh the two states together. Are they even close together? God, I am just blatantly showing how bad I am at geography. Arkansas, Kansas map. Are they close to each other? Arkansas City. There's an Arkansas City, Kansas. That's so confusing. How do people... Guys, think of new words. Okay? Think of new words. Arkansas City, Kansas. Looks pretty pretty. Pretty beautiful, actually. Caw City. Okay. Zooming out a little bit. Arkansas and... Okay, so Arkansas and Kansas are almost next to each other. They're almost touching. So they are separated by a little stretch of Oklahoma combined with a little stretch of Missouri. So if Arkansas, can you imagine if Arkansas and Kansas were the same, they would just like loop in together. You can't see what I'm pointing at, but they would just kind of like, they would form like a horseshoe around Oklahoma and a little bit of Texas. Well, we're actually pretty close to Arkansas. That's interesting. So uh, yeah, we got that going on. Ricky is going to be driving due north to Norman, Oklahoma. Boomer sooner, am I right? Actually, fuck that because UT is better. Horns up. Am I right? Am I right, folks? <clears throat> am I right, folks? Am I right, folks? Speaking of UT, our old pal. All right, all right, all right. Matthew McConaughey is now a full-time professor at the University of Texas at Austin. I'm guessing he's going to be teaching something. Uh, I'm guessing he's going to be teaching something in film. But let's see what the New York Times has to say because they're so fucking reliable. Matthew McConaughey joins the University of Texas as a professor. He's also an alumnus of the university and is taught there as a visiting instructor. Well, instructor, he will teach a class on filmmaking this fall. Imagine how many people are signing up for that class. Imagine how many people are signing up for that class. That is absolutely insane. Hold on, I got to answer a text. Did he? Uh, I don't know. Anyway, uh, he's been a visiting instructor in the university's Department of Radio, Television, and Film at the Moody College of Communication since 2015. I'm a little upset because I really wanted to go to UT, and they said no. They didn't. I'm actually wearing a Longhorns hat right now which is a little bit of a coincidence. Um, yeah, I applied there. They decided that no, you're not good enough. You're not smart enough. That only drove my ambition to succeed was that sole rejection alone because I literally moved to Texas to go to UT. And they said, nope, and slammed that big, fat, burnt orange door in my face and locked me out. And now, if I ever want to hang out in Austin, I got to drive three hours down there, which doesn't happen very often. Uh, 
McConaughey's new role represents a, quote, mutually beneficial relationship and recognizes the contribution he has made to the university, the chairman of the department says. McCarthy McConaughey has a home in Austin and earned a film degree from the university in 1993. This fall, a class of about 40 lucky-ass students will study two movies. Mr. Mr. McConaughey has started. He's doing it about himself. That's so funny. The Gentleman and the 2012 drama Mud. Mud was actually really good. Uh, The director is scheduled to visit the class and The Gentleman, which is apparently going to come out next year. So, wow, that'll be cool. They'll be able to review a movie that McConaughey was just in. Um, McConaughey said, it's the class. It's a class I wished I, it's a class I would have had. And it's a class I wish I would have had when I was in film school. The, uh, the elements of truth and genuine joy for the process are timeless. That will always be our classroom focus. All right. All right. All right. McConaughey first gained attention in 1993 as a 20-something year, 20-something stoner and dazed and confused. And in the early 2000s, he started in a series of romantic comedies alongside J-Lo, Kate Hudson, and Sarah Jessica Parker. He later became known for more serious roles, winning an Oscar for the 2013 movie Dallas Buyers Club, in which he played an electrician and rodeo cowboy who imported experimental drugs to combat AIDS after he contracted HIV. Well, I hope he didn't do a method acting for that and actually give himself HIV. That would not be good. Mr. McConaughey's off-screen antics have occasionally gained uh, as much attention as his on-screen presence. In 1999, he was arrested on charges of marijuana possession after a neighbor complained about noise coming from the actor's home. The police found Mr. McConaughey naked playing the bongos. The charges were later dropped. Yeah, I'm thinking if he's just hanging out playing the bongos, that's not really something to take him to jail for. In 2006, Matt Damon did an impression of Mr. McConaughey on The Late Show with David Letterman. Um, In the late 1990s, Oprah Winfrey taught a class in leadership at Northwestern, 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 red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather. Oprah Winfrey taught a class in leadership at Northwestern University's Kellogg Graduate School of Management. While students were thrilled, she got a cool reception in some from some of the faculty members. There was genuine concern that the sensationalism may not be good for the institution. The University of Texas thinks differently. Yeah, because they don't give a shit. They do whatever they want. It's Texas, dude. That's just what that's just what they do. I'm not even I'm not gonna say we because I haven't lived here long enough, but that's just what Texas does. Dr. Eisenberg, the department chairman, said that he had discussed the new position with McConaughey over lunch in June. Matthew is the cultural ambassador of Austin. Yeah, no shit, because the dude wears a burnt orange suit on the sidelines of football games and basketball games. That guy is the most UT you could ever get. And who better to represent your university than Matthew fucking McConaughey? Everyone, I literally have never met a person that doesn't like Matthew McConaughey in some way, shape, or form. Or didn't enjoy a movie that he was in. Yeah, he's had some bad movies. So has every actor. But I, I honestly think that the good outweigh the bad. And... One of the more underrated Matthew McConaughey movies is called Sahara. And now there's a family guy joke that actually shits on the movie Sahara. Um, I'm not sure if people even like that movie, but honestly, I grew up watching it. I really like it. I don't care if people think it sucks. Sahara. Sahara movie. Matthew. I can't spell McConaughey for the life of me. It got a 6 out of 10 on IMDb and a 38% on Rotten Tomatoes. 
Sahara is a 2005 action-adventure comedy film directed by Breck Eisner that is based on the best-selling book of the same name by Clive Cussler. It stars Matthew McConaughey, Steve Zahn, and Penelope Cruz, and it is an international co-production between the United Kingdom, Spain, Germany, and the United States. It lost money. Dang, that sucks. That sucks. Came out in April of 2005. Box office made $119 million, and their budget was $130. Dude, imagine making a movie and losing money. That sucks. I'm pretty sure a lot of the latest Star Wars movies are going to lose money. That's a big controversy right now is uh, these new Star Wars movies. I'm starting to see them everywhere. It's like people hated The Last Jedi. People are starting to shit on this Rise of Skywalker thing. Honestly, I honestly think that we've just outgrown Star Wars. I think that, you know, we're adults now and we're like, we're not really into the whole laser sword thing anymore. And I know this is coming from a dude who literally his last podcast episode was like 10, 15 minutes on Spider-Man a guy who climbs walls because he was bit by an arachnid. Um, I don't know. I think that, well, I guess the real problem is, is that it's not connecting with young people at all. And I think Marvel is at fault for that. I think there's only so much room in a kid's life for like a cultural icon. And I think that the Avengers have stolen that already from this generation. So honestly, if, if I were, if I were the people at Disney, I would just, I would finish rise of Skywalker I would table Star Wars for like 15 years, maybe just just let it hide out and then reboot everything. Just reboot four, five and six, one, two and three, six, seven, eight and nine, one, two, four, five and six, one, two and three and seven, eight and nine. Yeah, there's nine movies like what more can you do after nine movies? There's really there's really nothing. uh, There's really nothing more that you can do. Okay, I'm running out of time here. I am going to just list off some Matthew McConaughey movies for you guys to check out. So, Fool's Gold, haven't seen it. Dark Tower, haven't seen it. Interstellar, fucking amazing. Uh, Tropic Thunder, amazing. True Detective, holy shit. If you haven't seen season one of True Detective, of all the movies that he's, of all the movies and shows that he's in, that's what you need to go watch. Uh, Mud, Free State of Jones is fantastic. Uh, we Are Marshall. He's in Magic Mike. Well, I never saw Magic Mike. So Bernie, Bernie's hilarious. Holy shit. If you guys haven't seen Bernie, this is like a little indie movie with Jack Black and Matthew McConaughey. So, so funny. B-E-R-N-I-E, Bernie. Uh, Surfer Dude, obviously. Uh, And then a bunch of other stuff I've never heard of. He's in Wolf of Wall Street, obviously. Dazed and Confused, obviously. And White Boy Rick, which is that uh, movie that came out last year. So this was a uh, McConaughey Instagram episode. Hopefully this holds you guys over till Monday. Sorry about, you know, being late again. Not again, but sorry about being late on the episode. I guess sorry again about being late on the episode. And Ricky, I hope you have a good weekend in OU. And I hope this soothes your drive up to Norman. And uh, go Longhorns. Am I right, guys? <laughs> right, guys? Yeah. The crowd is on my side. Okay. All right, all right, all right. Chill, 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 chill. All right, that's all I have for you guys today. Uh, be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Share it with a friend. Send it to some person. Send it to somebody. I know you know one person that would be like, hey, they, they'd get a kick out of this podcast. They'd probably laugh. Uh, or they would find it uh, informational or somewhat entertaining. Just shoot them something. Just send it to them, okay? Stop holding back on us, all right? You guys are the mob. We are the godfathers. 
we need to kick this kick this thing really into gear moving forward as we look into uh, the last half of 2019. And we will see you guys Monday.